Wake up, wake up, From Jerusalem, Israel, this is From the Midwest to the Middle East, the podcast that explores everything new in U.S. and Israeli economy. Here's your host, Philip Stein. I'm really pleased to be having this podcast today. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Philip Stein and Associates, the largest U.S. CPA firm in Israel, providing U.S. tax services to Israelis, Americans, corporations, startups, and anyone else needing them. Hi, I have a very interesting guest, a very relevant guest, uh, a guest whose company has been in the press very recently. Today my guest is Tato Biggio. He is a co-founder and the CEO of UBQ, which has a patented process to turn waste into UBQTM material, which we'll hear more about later, an infinitely renewable thermoplastic resource with ever-expanding applicability. Prior to UBQ, Tato co-founded and managed Merchav Renewable Energies, which was successfully sold in 2008. In addition, Tato was president and CEO in Ampal American Israel Corporation, which is traded in both NASDAQ and the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange. He's also a member of the Board of Israel American Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Tato holds an MBA and a BA in business from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. Welcome, Tato. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're happy to have you today. So let me get right into it. I'll go back in my own past by asking you the following question. In 1991, my wife and I were climbing a mountain in Switzerland. Uh, Before dark, we arrived at a shelter for mountain climbers. As we relaxed and took in the view after dinner, we met a German fellow who had just resigned as the environmental attorney for McDonald's. We began to talk, and he said to us the following. Quote, when people realize that trash is an asset and not a liability, the world would be a much better place. End of quote. Do you think that lawyer would be pleased with what UBQ is doing? I think he will be pleased for two reasons. The first one is because uh, what he said is absolutely right. We're turning household waste into this new natural resource, uh, which is a very uh, valuable commodity on the one hand. On the other hand, on Thursday, uh, one of the the biggest franchisees of McDonald's uh, named Arcos Dorados in Brazil announced a partnership with, with UBQ to supply UBQ material in their supply chain so I think he will be happy from from both directions. <laughs> Congratulations! That that that's terrific, and uh, it's 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 a long time ago in terms of I think uh, environmental awareness back in '91, uh, but his quote certainly is is very relevant. So let me ask you: compared to the U.S., Israel's a little bit late in encouraging homeowners to recycle. Where do most of the contents of those recycle bins end up today in Israel? Yeah, regrettably, uh, most of the waste in Israel end up in uh, landfills. Uh, as you correctly say, uh, the separation of source programming in Israel was not successful. And therefore, uh, whatever people send to the trash bin, which is everything, ends up uh, mostly in landfills. There is some PET bottle uh, recycling. But compared to the tremendous amounts of waste generated, uh, it's a very small percentage. So as opposed to the U.S. or Europe, this country basically sends most of its waste to the landfill, or all of its waste to the landfill. Personal, I, I live in a community where they started sending on one day of the week special trucks. Uh, you you put your plastics in a, in a certain container, bring it out to the 
to the curb on Mondays. Is that getting to be recycled, or even that is ending up in landfill? In, in Israel, regrettably, in many places, uh, the, the truck ends up in the same place. They all go to a transfer station where bigger trucks will uh, depart uh, for a two-hour ride to the south, uh, where they will land till this. Um, yeah, but tough to hear, but that's actually what's happening. Mm-hmm. That's, that's really <laughs> too bad. Right. Um, please tell our listeners, in lay terms, how UBQ's technology works. UBQ is a materials company. We have developed an advanced uh, uh, composite thermoplastic material that can be used uh, as a raw material in the plastic industry to make uh, the typical familiar and products we all know, like uh, beans, buckets, uh, uh, shopping cart, chairs, tables, panels, pipes, anything that is done with plastic. But instead of using uh, the common plastic resins that we all know come from oil, like polypropylene or polyethylene or polyesterine, here we found a way to take the unsorted household waste, everything from the food stuff that you throw away, the banana peels, the chicken bones, the hamburger leftovers, the pizza box with the pizza and the diapers, and turn all that mass of heterogeneous materials into a homogeneous composite that is thermoplastic. Uh, in other words, it's a new plastic that can replace the conventional resins that we're using today uh, to create a, a better economy, a circular economy. This is a new natural resource that comes to the world in order to alleviate the enormous uh, material demand that is growing every day. What are some of the potential products that can come out of UBQ's processing plant? What we do at UBQ is a, is a raw material for the plastic industry to make end products. So if, uh, for example, uh, yesterday, a plastic producer was uh, producing a, a box, you know, uh, a milk box or a transportation pallet or, or a pipe uh, made out of uh, plastic using polypropylene or, or, or polyethylene. He now can use uh, UVQ material instead and uh, create a greener, sustainable product. The beauty of UVQ is that we're taking materials that their face is to be landfill, basically materials that we spend a lot of effort, energy, resources in making them, and uh, we throw them away in a very linear and inefficient way, uh, depleting our natural resources. So before these materials end up in uh, landfills that are basically the cemetery of materials, we take them and convert them, all of them together, into this new material we call the UVQ material, that is a thermoplastic that can replace plastics and wood, in the production of, uh, of familiar products. So in a way, we're closing a circular economy where materials whose phase was to end up in landfills are brought back to life into, in a, through a material that, that is completely made out of uh, household waste. Fascinating and very uh, something I think we have to put our hopes on because uh, you know any 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 landfills that can uh, be converted or or, or spared uh, is is good for everybody included. Uh, I understand and you can go into it. There's an interesting connection between UBQ and hummus. Uh, <laughs> could UBQ processing plants be as ubiquitous? And I know that's part of uh, the name of your company, Ubiquitous, the right. U. 
as hummus in everyone's fridge and as could we see your technology popping up all over in order to reduce the pressure on landfills? The beauty of UBQ is that we're working with household waste and wherever there are human beings, you will find household waste. So for us, waste is a locally available natural resource. On the other hand, humanity is very uh, propensive to use plastic. Plastic is a very common material. By the way, it's a very good material. It's light, it's moldable, uh, it's cheap. The problem with plastics is that uh, we haven't created yet a system to properly recycle them. So the end of life of the plastics is a problem, not the plastic themselves. Mm-hmm. Whenever you find the recycling operators making something out of plastic, that's, uh, that's very welcome and uh, very important. And the problem is that uh, a lot of these plastics uh, are difficult to recycle because Uh, they are contaminated or they have some layers of other plastics that then when you try to recycle them, they don't add up one with the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so recycling plastics is, is, a, good, is a good solution. Uh, it's a very welcome solution. Problem is that, uh, that not all of them can be easily recycled. And then what we're doing basically is taking all those materials, the heterogeneous mix of uh, plastics, together with the foodstuff, together with the cardboard and the paper and the newspaper that you throw in your bin, including the diaper, and using all that mass to create this new, this new material. So basically where you have waste, you can have a UBQ plant creating a material for the local and the international uh, plastic uh, industry that uh, is uh, highly adaptable adaptable to, to many different plastic uses. Uh, so, so the UBQ solution is, is basically a ubiquitous uh, solution, both for the world and for the materials uh, uh, challenges that we're facing today. Okay, so I did tease my listeners about the connection with UBQ and hummus. Correct. Would you tell them uh, why I mentioned that? The <laughs> <laughs> founder of the company, uh, basically, is Yehuda Pearl. We co-founded the company in uh, 2012. Yehuda Pearl is um, it's an, uh, a U.S. citizen, an American uh, business entrepreneur that created a, a very important brand uh, of hummus, uh, the leading brand of hummus today in the world, which is called Hummus Sabra. And uh, uh, around 2006-2008, he sold uh, his uh, company to two big companies. One is the Strauss Group in Israel, and the other one is PepsiCo. Who most of your uh, listeners know Pepsi. Mm-hmm. So you actually did a, did a, did an exit uh, from Hummus, and part of the let's say of of, of the proceeds of that exit, they were put into into good work to create the uh, UBQ materials. We really know those those Hummus containers, whether they be the big ones or the small size. So uh, you know that right. that that is absolutely seems to be a perfect candidate for the UBQ technology. I understand that the state of Virginia is benefiting from your technology. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Uh, the state of, of Virginia uh, identified the, the, the enormous opportunity that the UBQ is bringing as a value proposition uh, to the future of our planet. UBQ uh, is, a, is, a, is a material that is not only saving you know, uh, valuable goods and materials ending up in landfills, we're also saving the, the methane emissions or the gas emissions associated with landfills. Uh, for your listeners, uh, I just want to mention that one of the biggest climate polluters in, in the world today is landfills. And the reason is that organic waste, when it decomposes, it creates enormous amounts of methane. 
And methane is 100 times more toxic than CO2. Mm, mm. So, wow. so by avoiding the landfilling, we're not only reusing material, materials that nobody wants and creating a new natural resource that can replace plastics and wood, but we're also saving uh, the planet those enormous emissions. So our material is um, considered a, a carbon negative uh, material or a climate positive material. And by using UVQ, you basically can create carbon neutral or carbon negative end products, which is something really unheard of before. And, and that is the reason that many companies and institutions and municipalities and, of course, brands, international brands, are interested in our material. So uh, the Virginia, Central Virginia Waste Management Authority, uh, identified this opportunity and they ordered 2,000 recycling bins for the citizens of uh, Richmond. We're looking forward to, to get a, a bigger orders. As I told you before, we are creating a material. We're not creating the end product. We supply the material. Understood to plastic producers to make end products. So what, what Virginia actually did is they bought from a plastic producer beans made with UVQ material, and then they, uh, they offered it to their uh, citizens, and in a way creating the understanding that also uh, the state of Virginia is um, thinking about the future and commanding a, a certain leadership in environmental uh, issues. That is why when we sold the, these beans, and, and we're getting the future orders. There was a very big PR campaign where the state of Virginia was basically announcing that they, they intend to continue using these uh, alternative bio-based sustainable materials in the future. Great story. And I you know, hope to see that in the rest of the 49 <laughs> states uh, using your technology. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> now, we've heard recently that countries like China and the Philippines no longer want to be the dumping ground for the Western world's garbage. Do you think this is a sign that the third world is ready for recycling as well? I think that uh, what China, Malaysia, and all these other countries uh, did was saying uh, enough of being the dumb site of, of, you know, of the developed world. We cannot uh, process those enormous amounts of uh, waste that we receive, and we cannot uh, deal with the amount of enormous contamination that this, that this waste is coming with. Uh, so what China said is, if you send me, if you collect your plastics in a very clean and organized manner, I'm willing to buy those plastics to recycle. But if you send me and the mix also waste with everything in it or plastics that are very contaminated with food leftovers or with uh, other stuff that end up in landfills, then, you know, keep it for yourself and deal with the problem because uh, we cannot deal with your problems uh, anymore. For me, that is a very good thing because uh, now America and Europe and, uh, you know, uh, the developed world needs to cope with the problem and not just pass it on to to Africa or to Asia and deal with new technologies that can basically help extract from the waste those valuable materials that can be recycled and whatever cannot be extracted to be recycled, which is going to be left over for landfills, there you have the UVQ solution to convert it into UVQ material and start also replacing plastics okay, around the world. That's also a, a, a real cause for optimism. Now, in your previous company, you were into renewables. 
now you're into recyclables. Um, <laughs> how, how did you come come interested in in pursuing your career in these these areas, which are so important in this 2019? Before I, uh, as you correctly mentioned, before I was uh, I established this uh, renewable energy uh, company, I was involved in a project development company uh, doing a petrochemical plant and refineries. I saw. Uh, what it what it involved, and I also was uh, very aware of the of the harms and damages uh, to to you know to the planet of using our limited nat- natural resources and throwing them all of them in a linear way, leaving less stuff for our future generations. I was a father, and uh, I was sensitive to that. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, after managing Ampal, the the publicly traded uh, company, the, the investment company. Uh, I decided to use all that knowledge uh, to establish uh, this renewable energy company. Two years later, we will purchase. And then uh, after that, a crazy idea came up to Yehuda and to me. Uh, Yehuda is the Sabra, is the Humus guy. Something that was uh, actually working on a lab scale that could be uh, maybe the seed of something uh, uh, unique. And we jumped into the, into the, into the development of, of that seed idea. And seven years later, they have created a really a beautiful company with patents all over the world, certified and validated by prime companies with a very prominent uh, international board of directors and sending the material to top tier companies in the world. So we're very proud of, you know, having jumped into, into, into the risk of innovation and uh, in an area that today is, is catching so much attention, which, which is the, the, the environment, the planet, the climate emissions. Uh, all this stuff is, is really central today for the future. And uh, we're very, very glad uh, to be part of something good uh, to make a better world for future generations. That was my dream like 20 years ago. And, um, you know, sometimes you succeed, sometimes no. In this case, uh, we did. And that's uh, uh, very fulfilling. Well, well I, I thank you for myself, for my family, for my listeners. I think this is <laughs> so important uh, and, and I wish you the best of success. Now, understand your processing plant call. It is, is in the south yeah. of Israel, Kibbutz Selim, I understand. Yes. But based on your accent, I don't think you were born there. <laughs> I, I, I'm sensing a South American connection, if yes. I can take a guess. But uh, where are you from and when did you come to Israel? I was born and raised in Lima, Peru. Ah, okay. Wow. And, yeah, and I made uh, Aliyah when I was uh, just about 18. Uh, went to, to, to study to the Hebrew University, as you well said, uh, with a very little Hebrew. So I had the challenge of studying a career and also the language. Uh, but uh, I, uh, I was really somehow had a, had a certain love affair with the idea of coming to Israel. And, and since then I'm here. I, I love this country and uh, everything has to do with, uh, with having the, making this country, uh, you know, a point of uh, innovation uh, to create new, new things for, for a better world. And that, that's been always the, the drive. Uh, and that's the drive of, of the whole country. So there's no better place, really, I think, to develop a, a new technology in whatever area you, you might think about than Israel. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it helps a lot also in the creation of UBQ. It's interesting. Just as a side note, I, I just spent the last week with a colleague who, who's originally from Cuba, um, who lives in the United States, spends a lot of time in South America. And he, he just told me, you mentioned innovation. He said the most innovative food today 
uh, is Peruvian. Peru. He said the Peru- <laughs> yes. Peruvian food. I, I've never eaten it, but he yes. said uh, it's it's something that the whole world now is t- taking on and trying to incorporate into their restaurants and diets. And uh, I, 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 No, you're touching a very... I, look, I love food. I think <laughs> we all love food, but the Peruvian food is, is, is extremely good. It's extremely unique. And that's, uh, that's something that, uh, that can only happen... When, when you have an, uh, an, an immigration pot of people, just like Israel and, and the United States that, that are made out of immigrants, Peru is also a country where you had a lot of the local Indians, then you have some Spanish immigration, some Chinese immigration, then the Japanese came, and you have uh, enormous communities, you know, like influencing the, the, the Peruvian kitchen and putting Peru is a passion. So... These people have taken food too to the next level, really. Uh, I'm sure you will be hearing more about Peruvian food. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on that note, that we're not talking about recycling, but it is certainly some, something enjoyable to discuss. If people want to know more about UBQ yes. and what you're doing, how, how will they uh, find out? There is a lot of material in the site. If there is anything more about uh, uh, UBQ, then uh, you are, of course, invited uh, also in the way website there is a link to to the company so if you need or you're interested in something specific please do write and and we will try and respond uh, as fast as possible all right terrific thank you so much tato this has been a very interesting and enjoyable uh, podcast and we hope uh, you hear from my listeners thank you very much i hope you enjoyed our podcast Feel free to visit us at www.pstein.com or look for Philip Stein & Associates on Facebook and LinkedIn.